This is the figurehead's chief of staff, in other words, one of the people who runs Joe Biden, explaining what, 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 the, what the figurehead meant uh, by the speech he gave, the theme of which was Republicans want to murder you with hammers. The president decided a few days ago that it was important to uh, uh, issue one final warning on this issue to make very clear, to leave no doubt uh, that we have people out there still peddling the big lie. People uh, uh, now raising the issue of election denial in this election. The big lie, you say, like, for instance, voter integrity laws are anti-so-called transgender voters are concerned they might be blocked from casting their ballots yeah that's because a growing number of states are enforcing stricter voter identification laws that disproportionately impact yeah disproportionately impact people who want to pretend to be the opposite sex in other words people whose id doesn't match who they are have trouble voting oh no why, that's, that's going to topple our democracy. But if anything is going to topple our democracy, um, it will be talk like this from people who are doing exactly that of which they accuse us. It's what happens in a country that follows what happened in Germany uh, in the early 30s. Yeah, that's Jimmy Clyburn. Now, of course, uh, it is their party that has made racial scapegoating official government policy. It is official policy that white people are to blame for everything. That was Hitler's policy about Jewish people. Now, you get in big trouble when you do Hitler comparisons, but it didn't start with train cars and concentration camps. It started with scapegoating. And Jimmy Clyburn's party is also a party that is making it official government policy that you embrace others' psychoses. His party is eliminating, exterminating human beings on a massive industrial scale. His party wants, and in fact has been getting, the government involved in censoring speech using so-called private companies. Jimmy Clyburn's party is using the former Department of Justice to harass political opponents up to and including putting them in prison as political prisoners for a couple of years. Up to and including going and having the FBI break open the gun safe of a school board member in Ording, Washington, who went to Washington, D.C. on Jan 6, but didn't go into the Capitol or on the Capitol grounds. They did that even though he gave them the combination to his gun safe. But it's the warning from claim that has my attention. He says the figurehead is issuing a warning. Well, somebody better issue them a warning. So that's what we'll do. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman.
Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. And in the book of Esther, it refers to times such as these. And I want to remind everybody that when I say these are the times through which God has decided we shall live, this is this means something. It's not just happenstance. It means that God has selected us for this time and this moment because God wants us in this time and this moment. Because apparently he feels we can handle this time and this moment. So when we feel like we can't handle it, let's remember that with God, all things are possible. And he also doesn't give us things that we can't handle. And I know that can sound very bad when people are up against it, like they've got cancer or something. I can't handle this. God gives us the ability to reach out to others. He doesn't ask us to handle things on our own. He advises against it. In fact, he says, you can't do anything without me. Right? Even the Lord Jesus said, apart from the Father, I can do nothing. So we can get through these times if we abide in God and abide in Christ. It's simply our turn to go through these times. right? And we stick together. This is one of the big, big reasons I was super jazzed when Mike Lindell's company came to us, My Pillow. And they reached out and said, hey, the podcast has arrived at a point. We'd like you to introduce us to your audience. That's a big deal. And thank God for the growth. Thank the Lord for this. Thank the Lord for putting us together, listeners and podcast hosts. Thank you. And it's also a big deal because Mike stands in the face of tyranny. He won't fold. (laughs) They keep kicking him in the teeth and he keeps smiling. Happy warrior. Because Mike Lindell knows he stands in victory as a committed, discipled Christian man. Yes, and of course the products always, always, always. I want to work with great companies like this. I want to be able to back stories like this. But if the products don't work, I can't do it. I can't endorse a product that doesn't work. But I'm telling you something, I'm addicted to the MyPillow sheets now. That's it. This, these are my sheets. And he has a passion to help everyone get sleep because Mike Lindell knows sleepless nights. I bet he's, I wonder if he's experiencing that again. I bet he's not because of the way that we back him. So the first night you sleep on these sheets, you're going to feel like I do. I think that they're uniquely cool, uniquely smooth. You can get a pair of bed sheets for, or a set of bed sheets for as low as $29.98. Here's a super easy way to do it. Just go to MyPillow.com slash Herman and use the promo code Herman for special deep discounts on all MyPillow products. They are 100% American-made. They're all quality. Just go to MyPillow.com slash Herman, promo code Herman, okay? MyPillow.com slash Herman, promo code Herman. MyPillow quality bed sheets for as low as $29.98. You go to my page, MyPillow.com slash Herman, use promo code Herman. And that promo code, by the way, is good for great deals on all sorts of MyPillow products. MyPillow.com slash Herman. Twitter has been putting uh, this guy, Ron Klain, at the top of my my stream uh, for about two weeks. Every time I open the browser, there's something in there from him. It's clear what the algorithm is doing. It's free advertising for Democrats. And Elon Musk, I hope, will get around to fixing this. So Ron Klain is talking about the speech that the figurehead was caused to give. And it was a speech about January 6th. And it was a speech pretending that this this bizarre encounter between Frank Pelosi and this guy, which NBC News tells us is even more bizarre. And we'll get into that because NBC News has disappeared this piece. They ran a piece of of journalism, actual journalism about the Frank Pelosi case, and then they disappeared it and said it didn't meet their quality standards. Some of the things we learned is that Frank Pelosi opened the door. 
He didn't say there was an emergency. He didn't look in particular distress at 2.30 in the morning. Oh, hi, officers. And then he didn't walk towards the cops and say, oh, oh yeah, thank uh, whatever he would say. Thank Beelzebub you're here. Um, he, in fact, walked back towards the guy who was supposedly had invaded his house. Walked towards him. And apparently the police said, is everything okay here? And the, the supposed home invader said, yeah, we're cool. It's all good. And then when Biden, or I mean, when, when Pelosi approached him, apparently then the guy's like, oh, let's fight over the hammer and I'll hit you. So nothing is what they're saying it is. But the, the, the theme of the speech that Biden gave was everybody who's a Republican wants to murder everybody who's a Democrat with a hammer plus January 6th. That's the theme. That's why reelect us. Oh, plus Trump lies. That's it. That's, that's, why to, that's why to elect us to more offices. So Ron Klain uh, was on the uh, White House grounds and offered this thought. The president decided a few days ago that it was important to uh, uh, issue one final warning on this issue to make very clear, to leave no doubt, uh, that we have people out there still peddling the big lie. People uh, uh, now raising the issue of election denial in this election. Okay. The people who are raising election denial uh, charges in this election include Hillary Rodham Clinton. And we could go grab the audio again of Hillary Clinton, Hillary Rodham Clinton saying, Republicans have a plan to steal this election. <laughs> and she was doing that to raise money. But then we can look at some of the data. Right. And what I want to get to with this warning to people like Ron Klain is, buddy, you need to understand something. You are never going to get trust in the election process with this way. And this is just a fact. Anytime you guys want secure elections, you can have secure elections anytime. No one has forgotten how to secure an election. And anytime you want to open the door for fraud, you can and you did last time and everybody knows it. There's not a living person who believes that not requiring a signature match on a ballot won't result in fraud. No living person believes that. There is no living person who can explain how and why votes that arrive undated with no postmark you have no idea when they arrived. There is not a living person who can explain why such votes should be counted. No one could explain that because there is no explanation for it. The election either ends on a day or it never ends. In which case, if it never ends, you could come across 10, you know, you could come across 100,000 ballots two years into a presidency and say, whoops, whoops, he's not president. We found more votes. And anytime you want these behaviors to change, you can change these behaviors. It is very difficult for me to believe that any living human being believes that we have lost the ability to count all the votes in one night. It's very difficult for me to understand people who say um, letting billionaires pay the salaries of the people who count votes is a good idea when those billionaires are also putting drop boxes only into Democrat neighborhoods. There's so much in our election system that they don't want fixed or they would fix it. It's, it's not a giant mountain to climb. 
So my warning to you is we're watching you meddle in elections around the world. You did it in Ukraine. You performed a coup over there. Victoria Newland performed a coup. With all due respect to Lieutenant, retired Lieutenant General Jerry Boykin, who came on our program, it was a great interview. I firmly disagree with the Lieutenant General on what Victoria Newland did. I've listened to the phone call again. She was bragging about a coup. They were deciding who would take office after the coup they were engineering using our money. But it's not just, not just Ukraine. Tucker Carlson had a great report on Brazil. We'll get to that. So here is some of the reasons that this is being driven the way it is by Ron Klain. Um, the real clear politics map right now shows that the GOP is going to enter the new Congress with 54 seats and Democrats with 48 seats. That means the GOP will pick up four seats and the Democrats none. So the GOP is likely to flip New Hampshire, Nevada, and Arizona. New Hampshire is particularly interesting because the incumbent Democrat, Senator Maggie Hassan, she's been in the lead. She's had comfortable leads, but now the RCP, Real Killer Politics Average, is five-tenths of a percent of a lead. Newer polls have the, 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 the GOP candidate, Don Bolduck, with a slight lead. Incidentally, Mitch McConnell doesn't want to win New Hampshire. Mitch McConnell has pulled his funding from Don Bolduck. Why? Because Don Bolduck will not vote for Mitch McConnell to be majority leader. And he had the honesty, he was honest enough to say it out loud. So Mitch McConnell's pulled his funds. Mitch McConnell would rather lose the Senate than lose the Senate majority leadership position or minority leader. In other words, he'd rather be the minority leader than the majority leader. That's Mitch McConnell. Mr. Straight Up Down and rock-ribbed, tall as an oak conservative. Then there's this. In Texas... The, the Democrats are begging the former Department of Justice, which is now the Department of Democrats, to interfere in the midterms. So in Texas, um, the, 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 the very corrupt Harris County vote counting machine, America's third largest county, it's at home to Houston, um, they are begging the Justice Department to prevent the Texas officials, the state's secretary of states and the attorney general there from sending in election inspectors. Now, there's a great reason to do this because there's a, a huge number of votes in question from the last election, 2020. 184,999 votes are questionable. So questionable that the woman who ran the elections last, uh, last time around, she, she resigned. And she was under pressure from both parties to resign because of irregularities in voting. So the Texas Secretary of State is the guy who runs the state elections. The, the, the Texas State Legislature makes the laws for federal elections by constitutional authority, United States Constitution. But Democrats in Harris County want the DOJ to stop the plan to have election observers from the state of Texas involved. They say that they're there to disrupt the election process. Okay, so disrupting election processes. Well, that's that's something that only what only oh that's right, the federal government can do. Oh, that's right, the federal government has had a limit. Did you know this? 
I'd forgotten this from my time at the RNC, but only in the past couple of years have Republicans been allowed to have election observers. Did you know this? I forgot all about this. The Republicans signed a consent decree that meant that they could not have election observers at the polls, but Democrats could. This has been a major deficit for Republicans all this time. Funny enough, in 2020, that order finally expired because the corrupt judge who put it in place refused to retire. He took on something called a senior position, meant that he didn't have to work, but he could still renew rulings he liked. And every year, the Democrats would go back and say, oh, the, the Republicans are so dangerous and extreme. We have to, uh, we have to stop them from, from having poll watchers. And every year, he would renew this, or every few years, he would renew that order. Well, he died, and with it, his, his uh, plan died. An Obama-appointed judge let that plan finally, finally go away. Wouldn't you know it, in 2020, that's when a flu meant that you couldn't vote in person until you could vote in person. And that's why all the rule changes came about. That's why Mark Zuckerberg was forced to illegally spend half a billion dollars to rig the election. Remember that Dinesh D'Souza went to prison for giving 15000 too much money or $15,000 too much to a campaign. He went to prison. Mark Zuckerberg gave $500 million to Democrats and didn't declare it as a campaign donation. He's not allowed to make donations of that size to parties <laughs> by a long shot. So, yes, 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 election integrity. And Ron Klain is issuing these warnings. So, Ron Klain, I have a warning for you. If you keep saying to people who are concerned about election integrity that we're nuts, if you keep gaslighting that elections are secure, until you guys say they're not, until you guys spend a decade saying selected, not elected about George W. Bush, until you guys say that Donald Trump stole the election, and your guy, by the way, your figurehead is still talking about people stealing elections. This is a terrible piece of audio. I, I cannot get this audio to record properly. I don't know what's going on, but you can hear it. We'll ban, we'll ban assault weapons. We'll protect Social Security and Medicare. We'll pass universal pre-K. We'll restore the child care tax credit. We'll protect voting rights. We'll pass election reform and make no, make sure no one, no one ever has the opportunity to steal an election again. Did you hear that? The figurehead saying we'll make sure no one ever has an opportunity to steal election again. Wait a minute. So elections have been stolen according to the figurehead. We're back to that. So you have a choice, Ron Klain. And your party, you guys, and by the way, to Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy, you guys can get to the work of securing elections or you can have a civil war. That's your choice. You'll get one or the other. I don't want the civil war. I don't want Americans, you know, killing more Americans. And it's happened in small amounts. Thank God, small amounts doesn't seem small to the people whose families in which it's occurred. It's a very difficult thing to watch a political murder on the streets of the United States of America, like when Antifa murdered a guy in Portland and Antifa murdered a guy in Denver, Colorado. The politically activated, motivated murders of cops and attempted murders of cops, those are very difficult things to watch. 
And yes, the violent acts on January 6th, yeah, that's horribly difficult for me to watch. It is. And I think it should be for all of us. You'll get more of it. What's going on in Brazil is a sign of this, and we'll get to what's going on in Brazil because there's an American presence in Brazil, and we're helping to cause a lot of that stuff. And we really need to pray for the people of Brazil. If you're not watching it, it's the, the country is, is falling apart. And it looks very much like a civil war. Why? Well, there's a lot of reasons for it. And we'll get to that because Tucker Carlson did a great report on that. But let's shift gears a little bit and talk more about a warning. A warning to Ron Klain. See, this technique that you guys, there I am with the Brady Brothers thing again, my voice cracking, <clears throat> getting off this cold, you guys. Nobody concerned about me. I feel great. Let's get to this thing with Jimmy Clyburn. As we continue this warning, primarily to Democrats, but looping into this, Mitch McConnell, who's, you know, not quite a Democrat, but he's not, he's not a conservative by any way, stretch, matter, or form, or Kevin McCarthy. They're just professional Republicans. That's what they are, shiny shoes. So let's extend the warning into the rhetoric of people like Jimmy Clyburn because this technique you guys have used for years, accuse the other side of that what you're doing, it doesn't work anymore. It doesn't. Hey, there comes a time, man. <laughs> I know this because I have friends who are in their, um, you know, a lot of friends in their mid-30s. Now, a lot of them are, I was going to say hyperactive, but that means something I don't mean. Uh, they're, they're super active people. They work out all the time, so it's not likely to hit them. <clears throat> but there are people who listen to the show in their mid-30s and 40s, and I'll see this a lot with people once they get married. Like there's this, was it in, in college, they called it the, the freshman 50. Was that what it was? You put on like 50 pounds, you leave your parents' house, you no longer eat responsibly, you drink a lot of beer, eat a lot of chips, you put on a bunch of weight. So there's young people listening to the shows and you might be in the 35 to 40 year old category and you might notice that you put on some weight around the middle. I, I notice this all the time with married couples, that they get married and then they just start to pack on the weight. And this, this, this happens to us. Multiple things happen, but key to this is the change in your metabolics. Your body's metabolism changes. So let Papa Herman, let Granddaddy, Granddad Herman, just tell you, just, just. Here's Granddad Herman. Get ahead of it. I am telling you that the 40 pounds that's gone on your body, that's going to be easier to drop that unwanted fat than 150. It's the same process. But it's going to cost you less money and it's going to be easier. And then you can stay ahead of this. Because, man, I'll tell you, when I saw myself on the TV and I was 150 pounds of fat heavier than I am now, I will never forget the words that came out of my mouth. It was exactly this. I said, who is that? And then someone said, that's you. This is an exact quote. I said, oh, dear God, that's me. I didn't recognize myself. I had no idea how huge I had become. Now, if you're in that 35 or 40 pound category, nip it in the bud. Get with my friends at Soda Weight Loss, S-O-T-A weightloss.com. And if this has happened to you guys as a married couple, do it together. Support each other through this. They'll provide the convenience food so you're not hungry because being hungry during fat loss is a trap. It will not, will not sustain itself. They're healthcare providers from way back. Their, their Google reviews are through the roof. 
And I know they work because I work with them. It's Sota Weight Loss, S-O-T-A weightloss.com. stands for state-of-the-art, S-O-T-A weightloss.com. So this is um, Jimmy Clyburn, James Clyburn. Pardon me, I want to be very respectful. James Clyburn. And he's making a very typical argument for very desperate people. But he's using a technique, and I don't think he knows he's using it. I don't think Jimmy Clyburn can see truth anymore. I'm The further I observe society in, in, in a biblical lens, the more I'm convinced that this is sort of a... This is a light version of God putting Nebuchadnezzar, King Nebuchadnezzar, out in the field grazing as a cow for a few years. That that's that happened. The Bible tells the story that the prophet Daniel had to say to Nebuchadnezzar, "Yeah, so this latest prophecy is kind of weird, but you're going to be a cow for a few years. What? You're going to graze like a cow?" So Nebuchadnezzar did. And there's even psychiatrists say that this is a condition that happens to people that they think they're cows. So I'm not saying that Jimmy Clyburn thinks he's a cow, but God releases people to their own wants and desires. Okay, Jim, if you want to live in lies, go ahead. If you want, if, if your power is so important, your earthly power, your desire to have power over others, your desire to con and steal and deceive people out of money and to pad your pockets and, and to wield ungodly power against others. Hey, you do that, Jim, but you're going to reach a point where you will never be able to see truth. So what Jimmy Clyburn speaks of here, it's part of it is mental muscle memory. Part of it is grift, right? But part of it is also tragic. Well, all of it's tragic. Because Jimmy Clyburn couldn't be describing anyone more clearly than his own party. It's what happens in a country that follows what happened in Germany uh, in the early 30s. And I'm, I, I said this in 2018 and caught a lot of hell from a lot of people for having said it. But I, it was true then and it's true now. This country is on track to repeat what happened in Germany when it was the greatest democracy going, elected a chancellor who then co-opted the media that this past president uh, calling the press the enemy of the people. That is a bunch of crap and we know it. And that's what's going on in this country. Okay, so I don't know that he really means co-opted as much as attacked. Because in terms of co-opting the media, well, the media is 100% liberal. Or, well, let's be honest, 95% liberal. Far beyond that, they're also active participants in, in messaging for the party. Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy are all part of that. But the shocking thing is, if you really look at this objectively, he says in 2018, he was warning people that Trump is literally Hitler, etc. Exactly what were the Trumpian, the, the Hitlerian Trump, Trumpian policies? What were they? No, seriously, what were they? Oh, securing the border. Okay, that's Hitlerian. Because any country, of course, that secures its border is Hitlerian, except that most countries want to secure their border. What were the other ones? Are there any? Oh, he said things. That's right. He said that Mexico's not sending their breasts and their brightest. They're sending criminals and rapists. Well, they, 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 they're not sending their best and their brightest. And there are criminals and rapists coming across the border. You know, they get caught multiple times. They get deported and they come right back. So it's in an artful way to say it. 
And it also happens to be true in many cases. So again, the Hitlerian policies were what? Reducing abortion is a Hitlerian policy, apparently. See, this is the mindset of someone in complete desperation, but also absolutely removed from truth. Because if you just do some comparisons here, let's compare. Jimmy Clyburn's party is banning speech using government tools. They are using the Department of Homeland Security. They are using the FBI. They are using the CDC to coordinate with social media companies to disappear actual news stories. Worse, they're using the same pressure to decertify doctors, not because they're wrong medically, but because they're wrong politically. They're getting people not just deplatformed, but fired for things they say on social media that are not untrue, but they're inconvenient for the party. That is a Hitlerian policy. They're exterminating human beings. If they can't abort them, they will extinguish their ability to have kids by transing them. So, hey, they prefer to abort you. But if they don't get the opportunity to abort you and you are somehow able to live, well, then they'll work with Big Pharma to con you into believing at the most vulnerable time of your life When you're in puberty and your body is changing and it is one of the most confusing and vulnerable times for all human beings and that has been known forever, they jump into that period in your life and they say, we can make these feelings go away. You never need to go through puberty. We'll stop it. You never need to go through this terrible, unnatural thing called puberty. We'll stop it. We'll give you these drugs. And then you're going to say, wow, I got to avoid that horrible fate of puberty. And then they'll come along and say, okay, now we'll chop you up and shoot you up and you'll never need to do that. Now you're going to go through puberty, just the wrong one. At that point, your body's going to pubertize itself into pretending to be the opposite sex. And then the surgery comes along. And so Jimmy Clyburn's party is doing that. Jimmy Clyburn's party wants to ban our guns. Ultimately, they'd love to do that. Jimmy Clyburn's party is using the power of the so-called former Department of Justice to chase down political opponents. They're chasing down retired people who showed up at an abortion protest. They're sending the FBI to their house, SWAT team style. They're doing this to people who happen to walk on the lawn, not even on the Capitol, but near it on Jan 6th. It couldn't be a more untrue statement. It is the opposite of truth because he's inverted truth. His party are the one that are going down that road further and further and further. And the warning is this. If you guys can't see this in your own party, you're probably already there mentally. If you can't see what you're doing as you speak those words, you're ready for the next step mentally because you can't see you're doing it now. You can't see your exterminating lives now. Can you imagine the horror of this? So I guess the warning for me is to you guys, you can, you can employ election security measures. You can do that. You can stop with the lift service or you can have a civil war eventually. You can keep saying the other side is Hitler And you will blind yourself entirely to the evil you're doing. See, Hitler didn't think he was the bad guy. Joe Stalin didn't think he was the bad guy. But there's some objective measures here. Everything you're doing is ungodly.
Full stop. There is nothing godly about the American left. Not a thing. There are godly words to be kind and compassionate. These are some of the fruits of the Spirit. Kindness is a fruit of the Spirit. But speaking the words kindness as you lie to kids about who they are, that's not kind. Nor is it, nor is it, nor is it showing forbearance or patience. It's not. Now, on the Republican side, there's not a lot of godliness there. There's a whole lot more. But there's not a lot. When you're dealing with the Democrat Party and comparing godliness, it's a very, very, very small bar to get over when you're dealing with Democrats. So if we go back to pattern recognition and we take this back to the election integrity front, why would I think that the U.S. government isn't meddling in U.S. elections? I happen to think they are meddling in U.S. elections. So can we have any pattern recognition to back that up? Let's look at Tucker Carlson's report on Brazil and see if we can pick anything up from that. Hey, it is a big, big deal for me um, that we are maintaining our relationship uh, with Allen's Artisan Soaps. And and that's never been in question for me. Um, But I would just say that, well, we've got these big companies and thank, thank the Lord for bringing these big companies to us. Just thank the Lord for that. And thank the Lord for putting us together. Uh, I'm really committed to my friends at Allen's Artisan Soaps because of what their commitment is. Their commitment is to build a company um, that employs people who were, well, the party frankly would say we should abort them. That's what the party would say. But they won't do that because the love of their parents' eye, this is Allen, is a young man who the party already said abort him. They'd say do it now. He's 12 years old. They'd say, do it now. What quality of life can he have, etc.? He has fantastic quality of life. And he's very, very, very capable of working. He's a very creative young man. And he has created some incredible soaps. And as Allen's Artisan Soaps grow, they can hire more Allen's. You know what I would love to see? And we could do this together. I would love to see the day where young Allen is working with four or five counterparts similarly challenged as Alan. You know what that would do for that young man and for those other young men and women to work shoulder to shoulder with other people? So here's a great step on how to do this is sign up for the Herminator sub. Now, this isn't the pizza. This is the soap, okay? Um, there are new soaps in this like Lilud, Lywood, or Lilac Applewood and Pure. Pure is unscented. Lilac Applewood is a soap like no other. It's now officially become my favorite of the new ones. And whenever you receive a shipment of soap, there's always going to be some bars damaged in shipping these bars. They're mostly beat up around the edges. You can buy these. They're seconds. You can buy these as a way to try other soaps. There's nothing wrong with them. So sometimes they wrap them in a sisal pouch and the same pouch in the Herminator sub and sell them at fast factory seconds. There's limited supplies of these, but you get a great price. So here's how you do this. And this is what I suggest for you is just go with the Herminator sub because you never run out of soap. Okay. You get 10% off of this. This is six bars of soap, a soap rack, a soap pouch, a soap fluff, fluff, all at a 10% savings. So you go to get the Herminator sub at allensoaps.com slash Todd. That's A-L-A-N-S, allensoaps.com slash Todd. 
And together, I'd love to get these guys to a record level of sales so that they can begin to bring on more young people like Alan. Because I would love to see the day where I can show you pictures of Alan doing quality control and inventing scents of soaps and fragrances with young people who face challenges similar to Alan's. It's alansoaps.com slash Todd. So Tucker Carlson is, uh, I'll say again, not because I'm trying to get on his show, I'll never be allowed on Fox News. Just, just let's get that ultra clear. I will never, ever be allowed on Fox News um, because I've, I've been so critical of how their news department has gone insane following gender lies. But because I just want to recognize something, Tucker Carlson is the single most important cable news host because he will talk about things that are not to be discussed. And Tucker has looked into the election in Brazil, and I learned a bunch from his segment on this. But the second reason you should be paying attention to this is that the crackdown on free speech in the wake of Brazil's contested election is a result of policies from our country. The Biden administration has been interfering in the elections in Brazil, period. The Biden administration has already announced that Bolsonaro lost and then threaten Bolsonaro with consequences if he tries to contest the result of the election in his country. The State Department, the Biden State Department, put out a statement saying that Bolsonaro's defeat, quote, reinforces trust in democratic institutions. I really, I have no idea what was going on with my audio gathering software. It, I'm not purposely trying to speed up Tucker's voice. Now, this is high stakes stuff in Brazil, because if this election turns out the way it looks like, China will run they'd be running things down there. I mean, Brazil's the holdout country. So if we want China in our hemisphere, controlling a good portion of our hemisphere, well, then let things stay the way they are because that's what we're going to get. And the Chinese Communist Party has made no, no questions, left no questions. They want to control the world. That would mean getting into our hemisphere and controlling it because they want to control us. We see what Australia has turned out to look like with a lot of Chinese influence. It's becoming a prison island. This is very high stakes. So why are U.S. officials involved in any of this? What's interesting and maybe a point of concern for the rest of us here in the U.S. is that you are no longer allowed to ask questions about this election in Brazil. And you're not allowed because the Biden administration doesn't want you to. That's true. YouTube, which has functioned for the last two years as a, an arm of the Biden administration, has announced it is censoring any posts in Brazil that question the election results. Brazil's courts have also rejected any inquiry into the election. In fact, a Supreme Court judge in Brazil has also ordered social media companies to remove any social media post that questions the outcome. Overwhelming censorship in a, quote, democracy. This was instituted at the behest of the United States. The CIA director, one of the people who runs Joe Biden, went to Brazil and issued warnings. And that was that they're going, the, the opposition will have to accept the election results. The State Department did the same thing. Now you have judges that have banned any statement questioning the election. That is not the way you get trust in elections. 
YouTube saying they're banning any videos that question the election. YouTube hasn't looked into the elections. They haven't studied the elections. There are a huge number of ballots that were knocked out of the election. Tucker Carlson reports it's over a million ballots that weren't counted. Why? Why did a million ballots go uncounted? You don't get to say we're not counting a million ballots and and not say why. You don't get to do that and not expect an eventual civil war. You take away people's votes. You convince Americans that you refuse to count their votes. You try to make them crazy. You try to gaslight them. You will get a civil war. And I know people say, well, that can't be done. And you get the figure out saying, oh, you can't have a strong uh, you know, right-wing patriot say, I'm going to attack uh, Washington, D.C. Well, you, know, you can't do that with your uh, AR-12s because uh, we've got uh, Ford F-150 fighter jets uh, and the F-350 fighter jets. And my son, Bo, uh, he's a, he, he, he flies fighter jets. Uh, but he's dead. He died in Iraq, uh, bombing. He captured Saddam, Saddam uh, Hussein. I'm not making fun of Biden. I'm making fun of the fact that people want us to pretend that that man is in control of everything. That's part of this deep tragedy. You don't get to put a man like that in charge and, ha- and, and continue to say, normal, 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 strong leader, strong leader, strong leader. Biden's been very clear. The president's been very clear. You don't get to do that and expect a lot of people to go, no. You don't get to, you don't get to have an expectation that we aren't going to say, no, that man's not in charge. No, he's not running things. No, we don't know who's in charge. You won't tell us. So for all the warnings that the figurehead is making that we must accept the results of these elections, he's not doing anything necessary that would make it possible for us to accept the results of these elections. Which brings us around to how we began this, this, this warning from Ron Klain. Let's listen again. The president decided a few days ago that it was important to uh, uh, issue one final warning on this issue to make very clear, to leave no doubt uh, that we have people out there still peddling the big lie. People uh, uh, now raising the issue of election denial in this election. You're asking us, you're demanding that we approve and advance something we've not yet seen. You're asking me, for instance, to not question the elections in the former state of Washington when every day, every day last week, I got a text or an email or some form of communication from someone saying, well, I got my two ballots. Yeah, my name is spelled differently on one. A slight change in how my name is spelled on one ballot versus another. Gee, I wonder which one I should use. Or I get notes from people who have relocated to the state of Texas. And they registered to vote in Texas. And Washington state chooses to mail them ballots to the state of Texas. Hi, I I know you've established residency in another state. But here are your two ballots. Or people who want me to say, 
Well, you, you're, you're going to stop questioning the elections, right? Because I will tell you, there are talk show hosts in this country who are not allowed to say the election is stolen, even if they think so. They're literally not allowed to say that on the radio. That will get them fired. In fact, they're not allowed to say the election was rigged. They're to stay away from that at all, at all costs. And I wonder if any of these hosts have gone to ownership and said, does that only, only for 2020? Only that? Because those hosts work at radio stations who said the election was stolen. They work at radio stations that said Trump stole the election. That was news. It wasn't opinion. It was news. So the warning is this. You can make this as complicated as you want to pretend it is. You can talk about gravitas and nuance and the importance of protecting the institutions. I know Republicans will say this, Todd, Todd. Even if there was some fraud, it is so important that people believe in the election process. We cannot focus on that little bits of fraud. Even if there was an attempt to steal the election. We cannot focus on that because if we ever reach a point in this country where people don't trust the elections, we're in big trouble. We cannot focus on this. Better to better. And I've had people say this to me. Look, if Biden did cheat and he got in better, we can we can stomach that better than the belief that an American election can be stolen. Oh, So we can stomach living in a lie, officially lying, saying to God, yeah, we live in a country of lies. Then telling the hard truth. (laughs) People like Adolf Hitler and Joe Stalin didn't truth their way into becoming the mass murderers they were. They didn't truth their way into that. Mao Zedong didn't truth his way into becoming what he was. Evil never truths its way into things. The truth is this. It's not complicated. If you continue to show that you'll meddle in other countries' elections, What on earth would you say to us if I said to you, so you meddled in Ukraine, you performed a coup, you're meddling in Brazil, why would you not meddle here? Why? Well, it would be immoral to meddle in our elections. It's not immoral to meddle in other elections. The warning. You can make it as complicated as you want. But if you continue to push a group of people and push them and call them idiots and tell them they're insane people and act in ungodly ways, one of two things is going to happen. They're going to push back in an enormous way and figurehead Biden can say, oh, well, we've got all the jet planes That's not the way coups work. Eventually, someone at the top says, you know what? I could take control of this country by simply saying I'm kicking the corruption out. That's the way coups happen. 
or you get away with it. Yeah, you get away with it for another couple generations. But this fact will happen. The Lord Jesus will come back. You will sit before the judgment throne. And Ron Klain, he will look you in the eye in his perfect majesty. And he'll say, Ron, why did you lie? You were given power and responsibility to steward. Why did you lie on an industrial scale to my creation? Why? Defend it. You won't be able to. So one of those things is going to happen unless a third happens. And that is that you repent. Which means you become sincerely sorry. And hey, I had to do this. The week before I left D.C., I wept and I wept and I wept on my knees in a church. It wasn't even the church I attended. It was a Catholic church around the corner from the Republican National Committee. I've been in the gym, had a great workout, running and weightlifting back and forth, pretty cathartic. But a lot of time to think. I took a shower. I jumped into my suit. I walked by the church and I walked inside and I knelt at the pew and I wept. And I said over and over and over again, oh, dear God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for dividing this country. And I cried and tears streamed down my face, onto my shirt, onto my tie. And the priest came out of the back room and he saw me. He started to approach me and then I recognized this look in his eyes. I, I know exactly what the, what, the, what, the, what the priest was thinking. The priest was thinking this. Oh, that again. I repent of my time in D.C. and I had a terrible recognition about it in prayer this weekend. I'll talk about that later this week. I've always thought that God called me to D.C. I had a terrible recognition about that in prayer this weekend. Then I'll talk about it later this week. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind, be resolute, be washed in the fruits of the Spirit. And let's be in prayer that people will repent. Even the Ron Claims, even he can repent. <laughs>